Hey everybody and welcome once again to Ancient Ways. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Hey, thanks for joining me today as we continue to walk through the Gospel of John. Today we're in John chapter 7 and I, wanna, I want to remind us of the context here. Jesus has traveled to the Feast of Booths. He has stood up during the middle of this week and he has began to teach. And the Jews, specifically the religious leaders, they marvel at Jesus because they say, how has this man who has not been educated, he is not an educated rabbi, rabbi how is it that he's able to teach like this? And then Jesus, over the last few days, we've looked at Jesus's response and Jesus's response is meant to show that his teaching with authority is from God. And what we've been doing the last few days is we have, we've joined in marveling at Jesus. But then we've also realized that we can take this same response and we can test the, the religious leaders of our day. We can less test the Bible teachers and the Bible preachers of our day and saying, Let's see if their teaching actually matches up to these, these markers of authentic, uh, authentic, authoritative teaching from God's word. So the first was, really, if they have faith in Jesus. We, we saw that the, those who trust in Jesus being sent from the Father, they trust in Jesus' identity, they're able to see that God's word is God's word. Well, the Jewish religious leaders, they were not willing to trust in Jesus, so they, they were not able to properly understand the word of God. And then the next day we saw that the really glory plays a role in this. And so if a teacher is seeking to give all the glory to Christ and make sure it's abundantly clear that, that they are grateful to Christ and they're aiming people at trusting Christ, not in following the, the teacher, but in following Christ, if they do that, well, that's a good sign. But if the teacher is seeking their own glory, well, they're probably not faithfully and authentically teaching God's word. You can't do that and seek your own glory. And today we have this third marker. As we bring this week to a close, I want to look at this third marker. And this third marker uh, is the marker of morality. Let's jump in back into John chapter 7. And let's pick up in verse 19. And let's see this third marker as Jesus continues to speak. Jesus says, he says, has not Moses given you the law? Yes, Moses has given them the law. This is a rhetorical question, but he uses this question to, to launch into his next phrase. He says, yet none of you keep the law. Why do you seek to kill me? Now, Jesus is, uh, he's, kind of, he's kind of making sure that the Jewish leaders know that he's talking to them. The next phrase, it says, the crowds answered, you have a demon. Who is seeking to kill you? Listen, Jesus knows that this is a mixed group and the crowd, the by and large, the crowd, they don't know what Jesus is talking about, but Jesus knows that the religious leaders who are marveling at Jesus's authority to preach and teach as one who is uneducated, they're marveling at this. He knows that recently, when Jesus healed a man that had been lame for 38 years, he healed this man on the Sabbath. When he did this, the, the Jewish leaders wanted to persecute him. And then when Jesus, when he said that he and the Father are one, revealing that he is the divine son of God, the Jewish leaders, they didn't just, just want to persecute him. They wanted to kill him. Jesus says, these are the same people in this crowd right now. So the crowd says, who is trying to, who's seeking to kill you? Verse 21, Jesus answered them, I did one work, and you all marvel at it. Moses gave you circumcision, not that it is from Moses, but from the fathers. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If on the Sabbath a man receives circumcision, circumcision so that the law of Moses may not be broken, 
Are you angry with me because on the Sabbath I made a man's body whole as well? Says, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. It's so interesting. You know, the, the circumcision, the sign of circumcision is, is this part of the ceremonial law for the Jewish people that marked them as God's, as God's people. But, but listen what, what's going on here. Jesus says, listen, on the Sabbath, you can, you can cut a person. And then you're mad at me because on the Sabbath, I healed a person. Now, Jesus isn't critiquing circumcision, but he's, he's, he's really exposing their foolishness. He's really exposing, exposing their desire not to live by the spirit of the law, but the letter of the law. Their desire to use the law to their advantage instead of submit themselves to the law. They're unwilling to see God's desire to love people. They just want to keep the rules. So Jesus says, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. You know what the third characteristic of a, a faithful preacher or teacher is? Well, it's the third characteristic we see in Jesus here. <clears throat> Jesus, he speaks what the, the Father says. He speaks only the word of God. Jesus here, he seeks not his own glory, but he seeks the glory of God. And Jesus here, he shows them that he is morally good. While these, these, these false or, or these Jewish religious, religious teachers, they were morally, they were morally corrupt. And their corruption was not because they practiced circumcision. Their corruption was because of their hardness of hearts to do good, to care, to love, to show God's compassion in God's heart. I think we have to apply this today in our world. I mean, first of all, we, we remember that Jesus is morally good. He is morally perfect. We talked a few days ago about Jesus' act of obedience. He perfectly obeyed the law of God so that he could be that perfect sacrifice for us. But, but then today, as we listen to different preachers and teachers, we, we should have, we should have our, some, a radar out for those who are hypocritical. It's not to say that a preacher or teacher is going to be perfect, but do they have, do they have habits of arrogance? Do they, do they have habits of seeking their own glory? Are, do they have a history of sexual, unfa- sexual infidelity and, and being unfaithful and, and they just get swept under the rug? Are they, are they abusive or are they domineering? Are they, are they forceful around the people that they teach? Are they, are, are they that kind of arrogant, abusive, or unfaithful leader? Listen, just because they might teach the word of God correctly, listen, they also have to live the word of God in growing faithfulness. Paul tells Timothy, he says, to, to watch your life and teaching so that by them people will be saved. Many will be saved. He's not saying that, that Timothy can save someone with his godliness and with his good teaching, but he's saying that, that Timothy, if he has right teaching, people will hear the message of salvation clearly. And that if Timothy has right living, he will not become a stumbling block so that people will turn away from the one true faith. This is a, an important marker. This is an important marker in Jesus, who we see is morally perfect. This is an important marker in the religious leaders that surround us. Are they living lives of godliness and of humility? Are they giving glory to God? And this is an important marker in your life. You see, it's not just religious teachers. It's not just Christian teachers and preachers and pastors and elders that are called to moral 
uh, faithfulness and purity. Every believer is called to live a moral life. Here's my question for you today as we bring this to a close. Uh, we, we could pick on all sorts of different religious teachers and, and all of that, but, but at the end of the day, I want this to be helpful for your own soul. And so let me ask you, is there anything in your life that does not please God that you need to repent of? Is there anything in your life that you're pursuing that does not please God that maybe you need to go to a brother or sister and say, I'm struggling here. Will you pray for me? Will you, will you encourage me? Will you, will you support me? If there is, let this be the day where you, you draw a line in the stand. You say, I'm not going to bury it. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to rationalize it. I am going to deal with it because I want to be like Christ. I don't want to be like these, these hypocritical religious leaders who were trying to uh, say they taught God's word and live by God's word, but at the same time, they were, they were doing evil things. No, I don't want to be that. I want to live a pure life. I want to follow Jesus truly. And this is, this is our ancient way for our modern day.